Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for health. We uncover a lot of different topics and issues in health. Most importantly, the core common characteristic is we have people on this show that are impacting healthcare, impacting society, impacting processes that make people healthier in this world from investors to pediatricians to CEOs for hospitals. But what I'm really excited about today is we have Robin Lee on the show. On this episode, Robin's going to talk a little bit about GGB Capital. So she is a principal at GGB Capital and uh, GGB Capital is a global VC firm that invests in a variety of different themes and companies. But anyway, Robin's going to share her experiences and her origin story, but uh, I won't steal her thunder. Robin, thank you so much for making time and for being on the show. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me. This is super exciting. Um, Thank you. I'll start off by, you know, talking about how I got into venture. So before I was in venture, I was actually an educator. I um, I spent three years in Teach for America and I taught middle school special education and general education. So I um, was in a very different field. Uh, and then I went to business school really without 100% clear vision of what industry I wanted to enter afterwards. But I ended up volunteering at a local Chicago community at, you know, Startup Accelerators and Teach for America's entrepreneur program. And that's how I learned more about entrepreneurship and startups and tech. And so I actually that summer in business school, I took a chance and applied to this opportunity to intern at Qingming, which is a top venture fund in China. Um, that's actually where I met Hans Tung. Little did I know that he was on the Forbes Midas list and one of the top VCs in the world. And so really kind of after meeting Hans, who's now a partner at GGV, um, my you know VC network grew and I started full-time work in Silicon Valley as um, at Flextronics as a, at their VC arm while I was finishing up my last quarter of school. And, you know, I returned to GGV after that and it's been five years since. So um, quite a journey, um, but I think it's really exciting. I love One it. I the, love it. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, you know, um, it's great that you started off in, in, in um, you know, special ed, special needs. My wife's a special needs teacher and, um, you know, it's very noble to start off in that in that area. And so, yeah, my, my, my curiosity was more like, how'd you make the transition? What was, what was the one or two things that started, you know, allowing you to, to focus on this, on the VC? Was it the Teach for America? Was, was, was there, you know, certain experiences that you saw that presented itself that you can impact lives in a greater way by getting into the VC world? Yeah, I think there's actually a lot of similarities in many ways, right? You're in, in, in teaching, you're really affecting change in your classroom and your community, right? But through venture and startups, you're actually doing this at a much larger scale and just have a greater influence and impact um, where you employ a lot of people and affect the lives of many people. So um, especially in, in the areas that we cover at GGV, I think I'm very lucky and grateful that, you know, I get to do something that I care a lot about, but also really impacts um, the world in a better way through tech. Um, so... That, nice. you know, <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Um, I'm, I'm happy to go into some of these these categories to elaborate a little bit more. I that's what I was gonna say. I mean, if you can tell us a little bit about the categories, obviously you guys have um, you invest through funds, you you vote with your dollars on societal changes and topics that 
um, are super promising. So we'd love for you to elaborate on some of the, you know, categories, tech, and things that you are really excited about. Yeah, happy to do so. So, um, you know, one of the things that when I think about investing, it, it really comes down to one, is it something that's better for you, right? Is it something that's better for your company? And then is it something that is better for the world? And so it really has to hit um, a lot of these levels because there's there's a lot of backlash, right? Against mm -hmm. like what tech can, can do too. And so one of the exciting areas that we invest in is urban tech. And so urban tech is really around solving problems for rising megacities around the world. And um, it may be in developing countries or it may be, um, you know, fixing the infrastructure that is in the current megacities today, like New York City, right? And so a lot of these categories include the future of transportation, like micromobility, to the future of food, where we've invested in battery farming for indoor vertical farming, right? Or future of work, and more excitingly, like the future of health. Yeah, no, absolutely, Robin. And maybe you can pick one or two of those. I mean, it's up to you if you want to talk about the portfolio companies, but you know, on, on our show with health, social determinants of health is a big hot topic in health, right? So just like you're saying, transportation, food, uh, education, health, factors that make the difference in people's health. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the companies that you're investing in, but the impact that you, you foresee them making in these dimensions of health, you know, and, and from, you know, an urban perspective as well. So. Yeah, I think um, at least in healthcare, we've had some direct investments in the U.S. like Plush Care and The Mighty. And, you know, what's most exciting to me is this global power of social and communities in, in healthcare. I think what we've seen and we've invested a lot in, in digital and social media startups is that um, people around the world um, are more like with each other than ever before and more connected than ever before right and and this actually happens across more so in age groups um than actually just the geos and so a millennial here in the u.s is much is very similar to a millennial in china or southeast asia or latin america and so you know what's exciting to us is that you can really discover like-minded people around the world and be able to talk about things and be more open, such as categories like mental health, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that, you know, our next generation Gen Z who are digitally native, native um, that is what they're used to and that is their world. And we've seen that even with our, our portfolio companies where they're the most engaged and who have the loudest voice and, and want to be engaged and make the world a better place. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And, you know, along the lines of the mighty and, and plush, plush care. So plush care, obviously it's like a, it's like a telemedicine mobile platform where you get to speak to like a world-class doctor, the mighty yeah. is focusing, you know, really community at the core, right. And people that are, that have certain disease states, you know, whether it's mental or whatnot and, and their caregivers and supports them. But, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about those companies, what makes them interesting or different than some of the other um, you know, companies you might have seen trying to go after the space and solve these problems? Yeah, I think um, two things. Uh, the Mighty is is founded by Mike Porath, who has a very personal um, story behind why he founded this startup, right? And so mm -hmm. it is a lot of mission, but also not just around content, but really around this power of connecting people around the world. And I think that's really 
really what sets them apart. We haven't seen other social networks who, who can really do that. Or even if we do see platforms who have a lot of great content about healthcare, it's not always the best data out there, right? Or not、mm-hmm. the best for you. It could be very negative. It will be on forums, and you probably shouldn't be trusting WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, who monetize right just just from serving ads on your your eyeballs, and、right. so I think、um, we're moving towards you know quite frankly a lot more honest conversations,、mm-hmm. um, and that's making everybody better off.、Um, and with you know with tech like plush care, you're really bringing in this offline to online component that. Technology has yet to deliver in healthcare, right? Like lower cost, more access, more control, better service. And I think this healthcare has always been this industry that wasn't customer first, right? It was、mm-hmm. always about claims, always about getting as much dollars out of you as possible from the government and insurance. And obviously, there's、um, certain incentives in place, right, that are misaligned. But I think we're moving in a much better direction now towards like preventative care. Um, so delivering a whole new healthcare experience for people that really personalized and also digital first is very exciting for us. Right, right. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. And you know, digital first, and obviously GGV Capital, you have like these four major segmentations of like themes that you invest in, and, and as well as frontier tech. But you know, Peloton is a huge like consumer, you know, focused.、Uh, Brands, right, and that's impacting you know personal well-being. It's kind of like putting like a gym in, in people's houses, right? But connecting them with community. There's a lot of different social internet、um, investments that you guys have, and you know, obviously, the Mighty is one of those. But you also were like one of the original first investors, right? I think in Athena Health, right? You know, yeah, which is yes, a、right. major EHR.、Um, tell us a little bit about you know. So you don't see a lot of VCs carving out a cat category on like frontier tech. Just curious, is there anything in your frontier tech、uh, view or what you what you've invested in or what you're looking at that you're thinking that that's going to impact health significantly? It may not be in the next like three years, but maybe definitely in the next ten years. Some of your bets are going to really impact the way we, you know, live our lives. Yeah, I think on the frontier side, we've done a lot of investments in in、um, kind of deep tech, AI, robotics, right?、And、so that's really been coming a lot out of our our like China portfolio、mm-hmm. um, and investments in Asia. And so there, there's actually a lot less restrictions <laughs> around、mm-hmm. um, healthcare and delivering that,、um, that that than there is in the U.S. And so. Um, while we haven't really made like an, an AI specific investment in healthcare, I think、mm-hmm. we've looked at a lot, and I think that it's exciting. This this is definitely going to be a space that、um, are going to need you know virtual caretakers or、um, some kind of support systems, right, to enable the entire industry to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. No, it's it's super exciting, and does feel like some of these pieces, you know. Some of these companies you've invested in will serve as, you know, either, you know, like bricks or infrastructure pieces that you know healthcare can can build off of.、Um, GGV is a global capital firm, right, or, or has a global perspective, and you know, strong ties obviously to China, U.S. or I, I should say, invest in, you know, heavily in China, invest in U.S. What, when it comes to health, you you have an interesting perspective, you know, globally. What commonalities are you seeing? I mean, I think you've hit upon a few things on the consumer side, but what commonalities or opportunities do you see、um, with things that you're investing in that could 
you know, that really pertain from a global perspective and are not just, you know, local. Obviously, the health insurance landscape is, is significantly different here. But anything that you see that is, yeah. is you know, promising on a global perspective? Yeah, I think um, one of the key areas that everyone around the world is, is going to face or is facing already is senior care. Mm-hmm. And, um, baby boomers now are are first looking to figure out what to do with their parents, right? And how to take care of them. Um, not just in, in assisted living facilities or um, helping them, you know, helping take care of them as a caregiver or even like figuring out um, insurance or financial instruments, right? Um, mm-hmm. To support them over time. And I think, you know, before this was a very early space because iPhone's only been out for what, like 10 a little bit over 10 years right and so even that like that functionality where people are, are so connected i think before this industry was was a, a bit early in its time and there were a lot of startups that, that started and failed but quite frankly i think that um this is only going to grow i think mm-hmm. um not only are they going to look after stuff for their parents but then they themselves as they get more used to um doing this and transacting in a digital way we're, we're excited to see, um, you know, how that would transition. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it feels like there's some interesting opportunities and, you know, in these spaces there, there's definitely, you know, it's paving the way for some interesting um, possibilities in the future. Uh, along those lines, uh, tell us a little bit about your vision of the future. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be related to health, but tell us about a future that you're excited to see come to fruition or maybe some things that you believe um, in, in in health and social and sort of from a societal standpoint that you know in your heart they're going to come to fruition and you're excited to see them come to fruition. Yeah, I I think for it, it comes back to a little bit of what I alluded to earlier on mm-hmm. kind of a better for a better world for you. Right. Um, and and that really is people are actually really investing into their own well-being now. I think it used to be a bit more taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these topics are, are really out there now and, and it really helps one women, but it also helps um, you know, all genders because you, people are actually having conversation about mental health or they're having conversation about women's health care and, and their needs and um, understanding fertility through data, right? Um, which is something mm-hmm. that has never happened before. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how we can use that to make everybody better off. And, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's more exciting is that like um, the, your companies that you work for and your employers are actually um, really investing in this space too, right? Because they're investing in benefits for their people. Um, that that has been, you know, 100 years in the making, but they're mm-hmm. now, you know, investing in companies like um, Gym Pass, who allows users to have a monthly membership through their employer and have um, class pass like classes, right? Which is which is really amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think that's really exciting to me that um, one, it's really everybody is investing for themselves, but also like the company is investing in you. And I think that just creates a much better sustainability and, and health outcomes, you mm-hmm. know, down the road for the for the rest of the world. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm right there with you, Robin. Yeah. It's, it feels like health is getting consumerized more and knowledge is starting to compound and people can start to not necessarily self heal, but, you know, invest in the right elements of well-being and fitness and, you know, being more command 
with more confidence about, you know, for their own health. Um, along those lines, Robin, you know, one thing we always ask sometimes is, you know, you see so many trends from a healthcare perspective from Peloton to, you know, to the mighty and, and all in between. What are some things that work for you on a personal basis, right? So obviously you just came back from some travel um, and, you know, what are some things that you're investing in with your own health from an, either from a well-being, a fitness, mindfulness, diet perspective that really work for you and, you know, give you joy? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I'm always <laughs> trying to get better at this. Uh, every year I have a um, new year resolution that uh -huh. um, is reoccurring on one, eat slower, two, um, always eat one fruit and one vegetable at least a day, mm. um, which is my daily res re resolution. Um, and I've been adhering to it, which is great, but I also use apps to track like how much water intake I have and um, mm. have I taken my vitamin today. So um, I do need these pointers to remind me, but having a routine really helps. Mm. Mm. No, I, I, I love it, Robin. Yeah, um, the I eat fast. That's a that's one I need to aspire more. So that you you definitely inspired me to, to <laughs> yes, I need to eat slower. There is time to to eat, and uh, no, that's awesome to hear about. And not look at your phone while doing so. Yeah, yeah, that's such a bad habit, right? How many people can't you know look at their phone while eating? Like everyone, right? Um, that sounds like an app in itself that, you know, maybe your phone goes <laughs> off automatically when it's oh, new food. Oh, that's really right? smart. <laughs> Prox yeah. Proximity food or something like that, but, um, food proximity. But, um, Robin, that's, this is great to hear about, not just your personal story about how you got into the space. It's, it's really awesome. You started off in, you know, special education and have, you know, taken your ethos of impacting society into where you're at today, which is, you know, such a high leverage way to make the future, you know, come to fruition. Um, I wanted to thank you for your time and this was really great to have you on. Let me ask you, what would be a good way for our listeners to engage with you if they would like to do so? I am very open and so you can find me on LinkedIn, Robin Lee, and uh, my email is, is on there. And so you can reach out to me there or you can reach out to me on email. Great, great. Well, Robin, thanks again. Thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, really appreciate it. To our listeners out there, again, this is the Pop Health Show, and the show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. Uh, Robin, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you.